Well, we'll start the show on rural Queensland today with some news I think will bring a lot of relief for a lot of people. Australia's free trade deal with the EU collapses as both sides accuse each other of being unable or unwilling to compromise. That was the headlines that we got sent yesterday as the EU accused of not offering enough access to Australian beef, sheep, dairy and sugar exporters. Now, this was the biggest concern that we had. Australian Minister for Trade, Don Farrell, said that they'd been able to unmake pro- make any progress on the free trade agreement. Yesterday was D-Day with the EU after talks were sidelined um, at the G7 ministerial meetings in Osaka in Japan. The European Union had wanted to try and gain free trade between both countries, but they collapsed, and I'm really thankful that the Albanese government was unable to get this deal done and was able to walk away and said it is now unlikely in their term of parliament that this would ever happen. Remember we talked about it last week. David Foote, Josie Angus, Mike Gearan, all industry were very clear that the deal had to work in Australia's favour for them to accept it. The Australian Trade Minister, Don Farrell, held talks and said we couldn't get any progress. The government said it would only do the deal if it was in the national interest, with one of the key demands being to secure much greater access for Australian agricultural exporters to sell to the EU consumers. That was what we all wanted. That's what we all wanted to see. The EU now, and obviously Australia, both accusing each other of being unwilling to compromise. Now, Ag Minister Murray Watt said the EU had not offered enough access for beef, sheep, dairy and sugar exporters. Wasn't that good to hear that they didn't take the deal, that they listened? That's what everybody wanted to see. Now, they've come back with the essential same offer and a couple of tweaks. Watt said negotiations had been going on since 2018 because the EU took a very strong stand and was a protectionist market when it came to agriculture. And we understand some of the things that would have happened if they had accepted this. Now, there are Australian sources who do not wish to be named as being reported, said Farrell could not have been clearer that if the Europeans came to Osaka with the same deal he would reject in July, he would not give them a response. And he told them no. A spokesperson for the EU executive said the European Commission regrets the lack of progress made during the talks in Osaka. Our negotiating team made good progress in recent weeks, including in the days leading up to the meeting, and there was optimism that a deal could be reached. It's being reported, however, ministerial discussions in Osaka did not see the same progress. The Australian side retabled agricultural demands that did not reflect recent negotiations and the process between senior officials. Well, I have to say this now, and we're starting the show with this because this is such a significant time when so much is going on in our country, that the fact is, over the course of the last 10 days, industry, led by the NFF, led by David Jonke, his first speech, led by the pressure that was starting to come forth, And it wasn't played out in the media as such. But 
the trade minister listened and it was a last-ditch effort by industry to make sure that they didn't go over there. So discussions must have been going along and then we got involved and we campaigned and we've made a difference. Now, the European Commission stands ready to continue negotiations. Of course they do. But the Australian government has said that they will not in any way uh, progress with the current state around the agricultural demands. Now, the government have said they haven't closed the door to further talks, but officials believe it is now getting too close to the European Parliament elections due in June 2024 for a deal to be possible in such a short term. The EU elections will be held next year. I can't see them being in a position to resume negotiations before that. We've made it clear that we think it's unlikely it'll occur with this current term of Australian Parliament as well. The next Australian federal election is due by 2025, reflecting the gloomy assessment Farrell said he was hopeful of signing a mutually beneficial deal with the EU one day. The collapse of the deal is a blow to Australia's trade diversification strategy with ministers seeing the EU as a huge market of 450 million most likely middle-income earners, no question. As a block, the EU already is Australia's third largest two-way trading partner. The Albanese government has reportedly urged exporters to spread their risk of range across markets despite thawed relations with China. The government had political cover to walk away from this EU deal. And there was massive concerns from Australian agricultural exporters around quotas, tariffs and laws that were far too restrictive. And the Australian farmers were fearful of being sold out. They made that very clear last week on this show. And it was clear and united. If the dud deal do not come back, and that's what they have done. They've come back and there's no deal being done. It was obviously... A lot done for the agricultural industry and I don't want the opposition leader to come back and say the collapse was wrong. I know that Kevin Hogan said yesterday it was unfortunate but he backed the government's position. The offer for agriculture, particularly beef, sheep and sugar, was not good enough. The EU offer on geographical indicators would have been too restrictive, particularly for producers... You know, just not fair. The EU pushed to protect such names of several sticking points in the negotiations with the Albanese government reportedly emphasising that continued use of names was important to Australian producers. So, well done, well done, well done. I don't give the government a rap it often, but this one, Don Farrell, congratulations. You listened, you went there, you understood and you knew the complexities. This was a deal that if you signed would have had long-term effects and generational effects, and you absolutely have done your job by rejecting it, and you've shown that we will not be bullied. Yes, we'd like that market, but not on the way that the terms of the EU. So that's a starting point moving forward. We can grow from there. 
We'll take a break, come back with more. This is Rural Queensland today. You're with Ben Dobbin. Georgie Somerset joins us next with a very important message.